New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support. Hello, I'm Justine Willis-Toms. Welcome to the New Dimensions Cafe. Today I'm hosting Alan Klein. He's the author of The Awe Factor, How a Little Bit of Wonder Can Make a Big Difference in Your Life. I'm speaking with Alan at his home by remote connection. Welcome, Alan, to the New Dimensions Cafe. Thank you. You know, awe has maybe the ability to challenge and alter our entire understanding of the world. It really shifts things for us. And in fact, some call it our sixth sense. And there are moments of awe, such as seeing the Grand Canyon for the first time. But awe can also be part of our daily life. And you give many examples in your book. Can you describe awe for us and give us an example from your own life? Well, there are really three definitions. One is scientific, one is dictionary, and one is mine. <laughs> and so uh, mine is when you something uh, astounds you, knocks your socks off, takes your breath away, something maybe you can't explain, how did that happen? Something that gives you goosebumps, perhaps. Things like that. Or, or maybe you went, oh my God, you know, that's probably an awe moment when you say those words. This all moment is connected to when I first started to do humor programs. And I got into the humor field because my wife passed away at 34, but had a great sense of humor and continued to use it during the three years we knew she had a terminal illness. So she had passed away. I went back to school to learn about therapeutic humor. It was the time Norman Cousins was talking about therapeutic humor. And I went back to school, I got a master's degree in it, and I had to do a colloquium. I had to get people together and talk about what I learned about therapeutic humor. So it was a three-hour program. I'm doing the program, and near the break time, I look in the corner, and there was a woman that looked exactly like my wife. And I, I was like stunned. How could this be? And I thought, well, when the break comes, I'll go over to her and I'll talk to her and see what's going on here. So the break came. I started to move towards this woman. Somebody tapped me on the shoulder to ask a question. I turned around to answer. When I turned back again, the woman was gone and never came back. Now, you may just say that was just in my brain. Maybe it was. I don't know. But for me, that was an awe moment, looking back, and it was her telling me that it was okay, not only was it okay to do what I'm doing, but to continue to do it because she will be helping a lot of people, um, and it all came because of her demise. And just continue to do it, show people how important humor was, and that they can go on with their life in spite of loss. Wow, yes. There's a kind of mystery to that. 
And it reminds me about something that you have said that you actually learned years and years ago, you know, decades ago, when Werner Erhard was doing S trainings. And the subject was not knowing is one of the highest forms of knowledge. And understanding is the booby prize. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, you know, so that. here you didn't understand it, but you were in that quality of not knowing. And what does not knowing have to do with awe? You're opening yourself up when you don't know. It's like the world is just an amazing place and you don't know where things are going to lead. You don't know how things are going to turn out. Because when we think we know how things turn out, often we find out they don't turn out that way. <laughs> so being open and not knowing it's just like receiving these gifts. And I think awe is, is like that, is not knowing where it will be, that the story of just that woman would be, or my imagination would create that woman in the class. Uh, when I was walking uh, on the mountain in Yosemite, that a friend I hadn't seen in 40 years would be coming down the mountain and I was going up not knowing that when I put out in the world that I wanted a march in the Macy Day Parade, not knowing how to do it or how to create it, that it would actually happen and that it would be one of the most joyous moments I've ever had in my life. So just being open to possibilities, I think, is part of life and part of finding all moments. I think you're so right that uh, we close ourselves off when we think we understand it all. And and then to not know, having that deep sense of curiosity, like uh, one of the things that I say for myself is, or at least I try to, to calm me down when I'm in stress is to ask the question, well, I wonder how this is going to turn out. I know that you did some workshop that you were attending and you were asked to do a vision board, and you ended up with something that had some gold foil in the oh, middle. I don't know if yeah. it was a heart or something. Uh, right. And do you recall this moment? Yes, because the vision board is right up here. I can just look oh. at it <laughs> and describe it. You know, as a vision board is you put on things that you, I guess, like to see in your life, like to see in the world. And you do pictures, uh, drawings, uh, whatever is attuned to that vision that you have, that you want to happen. And so I just start doing this. And I, I noticed I was putting on pictures or drawings of everything associated to light. I have candles. I have Christmas lights. I have hanging lights the sun and the triangles actually in my first letter of my name a that's the triangle i kept looking at that and suddenly a name came to me of who i am i often when i was doing humor stuff i made up the name i'm a jolly tologist and it's copyrighted so that cannot be taken but um i looked at this and i thought i am the ambassador of light and I realized what I do in my life, my, my passion, my mission, is to help people lighten up. And that's where all the light in that vision board came from. 
And then later, you write about a woman who approached you. Right. I belong to Unity Spiritual Center, and one day I was there on a Sunday for the service, and a woman came up to me and she said, you know, I've only been coming here a short time. She said, but every time I interact with you, she said, I just feel so good. She said, you are the ambassador of light. I got chills. I knew that was an old moment. I got chills because I had not told anyone about that. Um, it seemed to a little too ego focused. And it was just my little to further who I am. And there she said those exact words. So another example of an awe. So that's like a confirmation from the universe. You're on the right track here. And when, when we have these moments of awe, I feel like it's the divine in some way speaking to us all is good, you're on the right track. And in some ways, it's bringing that intention into form. I think Goethe says, at the moment of commitment, the entire universe conspires to assist us. (laughs) And so I'm just really moved by these seemingly small stories of synchronicity. Yeah, well, they are the synchronicity, you know, um, but there are all moments. You mentioned that word divine. And I think in the book, I start out because I asked my former literary agent about writing a book about awe, and he was kind of poo-pooing it, and he kept saying, well, what is awe? Alan, what is awe? And at that time, I didn't, you know, I hadn't researched it. I hadn't thought a lot about it. I know when I get a gut feeling, it's like a right thing to do. So I was getting a gut feeling about writing this book. And he said, well, what is awe? So I started to research it. And after writing the book, I came to the conclusion that awe is the presence of the divine. Ah, I love that. Awe is the presence of the divine. That when we see something as awe, we also see the divine nature of things. Yeah, that was my answer to him. (laughs) There was an awe moment for you with finding the perfect publisher. Um, Do you recall that? Maybe you can share that. Because sharing stories really inspires us to open up to what you're talking about and to having more awe and having more wonder to make a difference in our lives. That's exactly why I have lots of stories, because they do, and some will resonate with some people and some will resonate with others. But the story about the finding a new publisher is I had about eight books doing very well with the division of Random House. They were all quotation, motivational, inspirational books. They sold over 400,000 copies, but because they were trying to save money, they closed that division. They weren't going to print the books anymore. I got the rights back. And for a year and a half, I struggled finding a new publisher. And one of the things I believe is that when we struggle too much, it's probably the universe telling us, at least at that moment, it's not right for us. Maybe down the road, maybe give it up altogether. But right then, stop struggling. Because if it's right, it will come to you. So I stopped struggling. And I put a card in front of me, right by my computer, that said, the perfect publisher will find me. 
And I just looked at that every single day for a couple of months. And then I went to a meeting, a book publicist. These are people who publicize authors' books. And I sat down on the aisle, and next to me was a man that turned around talking to two women behind me, trying to sell his book to them because they were publishers. And I heard them say, we have a very successful publishing company, but we're looking for opening a new division, and we're looking for uplifting, motivational, inspirational books. And I turned around and I said, I have eight of them with a very successful, no longer being published. And they said, well, send us the books and we'll look at them. They gave me their card. I looked at their card. And Justine, this was the first all moment because their office was about five blocks from where I lived. <laughs> so that was like an all moment. And so I took the books to them, and within a short time, they start publishing some of them. And then they got too big for their little office near me, so they moved to a bigger office. They had a big party. I was invited to the party. I go in, and this woman comes right to me. She said, I own this company. I'm so glad you're with us. And I look at her, and she says, and I know you, so I'm glad you're with us. And I look at her, and I thought, I don't know who she is. And I said, how do you know me? She says, for a number like 12 years, she said, I used to live across the street from you, and I'd see you walk your dog every single day. All moment number two. So I invite your listeners to, and again, this is law of attraction, maybe. I don't know how this works, but maybe they want to put the perfect spouse will find me, the perfect job will find me, the perfect apartment will find me, or house will find whatever it is. And just keep that in your universe and look at it all the time and just see what happens. What a great inspiration. I want to thank you so much, Alan, for taking the time to be with us today on the New Dimensions Cafe. Thank you. And now I could have my coffee and donut. <laughs> absolutely. 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 I've been speaking with Alan Klein, author of The Awe Factor, How a Little Bit of Wonder Can Make a Big Difference in Your Life. If you want to learn more about his work, go to his website, alankline.com. And he spells his name A-L-L-E-N-K-L-E-I-N, alankline.com. Or you can get there through the New Dimensions website, newdimensions.org. I'm Justine Willis-Toms. I want to thank you for joining us at the New Dimensions Cafe. I invite you to please join us again. You've been listening to the New Dimensions Cafe. This series of shorter interviews features many of the remarkable guests also featured on our internationally syndicated one-hour New Dimensions radio series. To access more than a thousand hours of programs, to subscribe to our newsletters, or to become a member, please visit us at newdimensions.org. New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners.
You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support.